Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Muff! All I see is Muff! Paula? I know. I was that person. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 228. Good morning to you. Okay. My daughters who live here in my house have neglected their rooms for almost a month. Oh, my God. I know that there are parents who are on their kids' asses daily to keep the room clean, time to clean up before we go to bed, or time you better make your bed before you go to school and all that stuff. That is not my life. No. I, I am not wasting that much energy on doing that. And I think if you have only one kid, it's probably not so bad. But when you have four, you choose your battles. And daily nagging is not something that I'm inclined to do when it comes to tidy rooms. I don't know how you are, but... No, in fact, we just had like a full out family meeting about the kids needing to clean up after themselves because they've just become full blown pigs. And (laughs) yes, they happens. they just they just do whatever they want and they believe somehow someone else is going to clean up after themselves. Actually, what's worse, they don't think about it at all. Because it doesn't affect or bother them if they leave their dirty socks in front of the TV or that cup. That's been sitting on the coffee table for two weeks. They don't mm, even see it. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Anyway, so um, yesterday I said, all right, ladies, here's the deal. Uh, when I grew up, when I was at home with my mom and my sisters, our mother would sneak out of the house at 6 a.m., go grocery shopping on a Saturday morning. And by 730 or 8, she was in our rooms. Good morning to you. And she'd open up the blinds and she would have the smell of bleach would be permeating in the air. Mm -hmm. Julio Iglesias would be cranked up on the radio and it was time to clean. And you couldn't go anywhere. You could barely eat before you had your shit done and your room Mm -hmm. clean and the laundry in the laundry room. And I'm like, don't make me do it because I will do it. I promise you. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with it. And they're like... We are not babies, mother. I'm like, really? Because according to your rooms, you're not you're not even human. So (laughs) this weekend, I swear to Christ, you better get those rooms in order. And I will. We are starting early. I am not going to have this any longer. And I resent you making me sound like my mother. I really do. Really? But we're getting the shit done. I'm not going into the, the bad weather season to have a second wardrobe of sweaters and boots and socks and coats laying on top of all your summer clothes it's not happening now of course you know fall started what a week ago and of course it's 94 right (laughs) you know indian summer is here which i hate it's it's the part of the year that i hate the most when it comes to the weather because it's so flippin' hot and everything is brown. Nothing is green anymore because the, you know, Mother Nature says, no, it's fall. But, you know, the climate says, no, it's still summer. So it's brown. Well, it's like ugly. we got a week of like, you know, 80 degrees and then, you know, and cold in the morning. And so right. we're like, oh, OK, the weather's Fall's finally here. changed. And then the right. next week it's like 95 
And so I'm I'm thinking next week it's going to go back to the 80 degrees again. We're and get so hopefully fall. it'll stick because, I mean, we're getting close to Halloween, so it can't stay warm forever. <laughs> I remember one year, um, it was the year, I think it was like five or six years ago, um, the Giants were in the World Series. And it was game, I don't know what game it was, but it was, a, it was a big game. They had to win to continue toward winning the whole thing. It was Halloween. Uh-huh. And it was like 89 degrees at seven o'clock at night. It wow. was unbelievably brutal. And I just remember hating my life thinking, I'm like, why am I sweating on Halloween? I mean, for real, this is ridiculous. That's rare. It was rare, but I'm hoping that this year we actually get even a semblance of a week of fall would be great, you know, before it starts being freezing and raining all the time. That would be awesome. So anyway... How are you, Ugg? I'm good. I, good. I'm good. We got our pumpkins, and uh, oh. we're ready to carve them, and we're we going to probably buy some fake spider webs and such and decorate this weekend. Well, uh, that sounds fun, getting into the spirit of the season. Get into the spirit and let our new, our new neighbors know, well, they're new to us, <laughs> that yeah. uh, we're, we're going to be a participative house, and so hopefully... You get some trick or treaters. Uh, follow in suit. We don't. We don't really know if uh, it's going to be like you know they do Halloween or if right. we're going to have to go to like another neighborhood or or what it is but so far like i actually had two neighbors say hi to me this week so that was pretty exciting that is so it's social everyone's starting to warm up a little bit so we're not like uh (laughs) well you know you know the discussions around the counter in the morning coffee was well the rental has been rented again god forbid let's hope they're decent and uh, then they see little children they immediately go okay phew it's a family it's not meth heads I saw that you know. skank in her little shorts walking to the mailbox again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're like, don't you look. <laughs> um, so I, you know how much I love wearing, buying wigs for Halloween. It's like my favorite <laughs> yes, thing. Yes. So this year I've decided I'm going to be Wednesday Adams. Oh. I'm going to get a Wednesday Adams wig, which is the black hair with braids. Yes. And then I'm going to do the super pale makeup with, you know, dark purple or black lipstick. There you go. So I hope we get some trick-or-treaters this year i mean at least a few because and the thing is and i know that no one in my neighborhood listens to the show and even if they did none of them have kids they're all grandkids and stuff but we buy full size well that's because you hardly get anyone yeah so to me it's like if you made the effort to come down my lane and knock on my door you are being rewarded with a full-size reese's peanut butter cup you know pack or a giant hershey bar or something that's exciting yeah so it's like we've been trying to develop the reputation for the last three years so i'm hoping that it'll you know pay off eventually but yeah wednesday are you gonna do anything because the kids are still little you can't send them out by themselves well i don't know does anybody even do that anymore no, what we'll probably end up doing is I'll probably end up staying back and passing mm. out the candy and Victor gotcha. will take them out in the, you know, their costumes to collect sure. the candy. Yes. But, you know, it kind of made me wonder because Ryan, you know, he's going to be 12. He's got a couple more years in him. So he does. Okay. Yes. I wasn't sure like what age do they have to stop dressing up and stop, you know, cause you do get those teenagers that come to the door and you're just mm. like, why are you dressed up? I don't want to give you any candy. <laughs> well, for him, he's, it's twofold. One, he can take Olivia out. Still. Yeah. 
because he'll be a bigger he'll he'll look like a big kid so he can actually safely take her out and then you can hang back on the sidewalk while he goes up right but i think that i think eighth grade is the cutoff point Okay. Um, because middle school kids, especially, and this is going to happen, he's going to want to go with his friends. Oh, okay. And you're going to have to let him go. Because okay. it's like the last hurrah before they have to hang up the trick-or-treat bag. They get to go with their buddies. And that's why those are the kids that come to your door and there's four or five boys. And they're obviously not full grown, but they're old enough to know that this is their last season. Right. And I'm, I'm always very rewarding because I know this is their last handful of candy and I kind of feel bad because I'm like, <laughs> I know your childhood's ending. I'm sorry, but yeah. hey, you're going to learn how to get laid soon. So there's that, yeah, right? right? <laughs> you're going to give up the trick or treating, but then there's girls. So there's, there is there's a bonus for there's growing the, up. There's other goodies in your future. Trust me. Wait till you get your first hickey. You'll be so excited. So, you know, I always I always give them a little something, something. And they're never jerks to me because they're just so happy to be out without their parents. You know, I know. Huh? So that'll be exciting. But yeah, I, I would say he's got about two more years before, you know, before it's all said and done. And where you live, it's so full of families. Yeah. That it, his last year will be super duper fun. Yeah. So but um, we so, haven't even broached the subject of costumes. Costumes. Which we need to because yeah. it's 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 I think we just time got away from us with, you know, Disneyland and then getting back in school. And well, I mean, you got you a know. month, you know, you have yeah, a whole month, I know. So, so, so biggie. we're going to have to figure all that out. I think Ryan told me something. I think he said he wanted to be Jack Skellington, but oh, that's a good one. I don't know. Where's he going to get a giant Jack Skellington head? I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Amazon.com, baby. Yeah, I guess. You never know. You can probably search for it. I'm sure it's there. And Alyssa, Olivia threw out her first offer. So, what? I mean, that's looking to be one of five. What uh, is it? She said a princess. So. Oh, boring. Like, we'll really, see. Olivia? Can we think out of the box? <laughs> it'll it'll be. That's like I said, it's one of five. She changes her mind mm. every other day. So I'm cool with a princess, especially after the Disneyland trip. I'm sure she could be Belle or Sleeping Beauty or whatever. Our girls were princesses all the time. It got a, it got boring, to be honest yeah. with you. So I didn't tell you we had to have a special talk with Ryan. Uh, he lost a tooth the other night, and okay. it was time to explain to him about the tooth fairy. Well, yeah. <laughs> Did he? Was he crushed? He said he kind of understood, like okay. he, he suspected that it wasn't real. Yeah. But we decided to address all mythical characters that evening. Good call. Did he cry when you told him about Santa? He just, I said, I said, so this would include the tooth fairy. Easter bunny. We had already told him <laughs> about the Easter bunny, which. Oh, that's right. Because he found out last year. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, and other. Mythical. mythical characters that bring you any kind of present or anything and then you he's, couldn't even say the word i couldn't say it and then he's just <laughs> he looked at me and then he's just like oh <laughs> he did the napoleon dynamite <laughs> yeah oh. he was disappointed <laughs> And I'm just like, I'm sorry, son. Oh, you started to cry? No, I was just like. You just felt bad. I felt like I was tearing apart his childhood. Oh, that's like, sucks. He's like, it's okay, mom. And then I'm like, and that also includes Buddy the Elf. 
Well, we, we have yeah. the elf on the shelf. He's like, that's okay. He's like, I kind of figured about Buddy the Elf. Yes. And well, the so. thing is, too, I've said this to the children. I said, the thing is, is that Santa or any of those mythical creatures, Easter Bunny or whatever, it's really a way to uh, have a, a tangible image that celebrates the spirit of the holiday. Mm-hmm. So Santa isn't necessary. You know, it's it's great for little ones so they get an idea and you can inculcate, you know, being good and, and the spirit of giving and winter, whatever you want to include in that. But when they get older, it's like that doesn't end just because you think Santa, just because you know Santa's not actually real anymore. It actually makes it better because now you can really celebrate the spirit of the holiday without being so focused on this one thing. Right. That's the way I explained it as they got older. And Victor's just like Paula. He's like, we can't have him going into junior high school believing in Santa Claus. You really cannot. (laughs) That would be really He said it was long long overdue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's weird is most children figure it out on their own. And the fact that he hadn't is kind of unusual. Well, we made it so believable. I mean, yeah, you every year we would, you know, dip Victor's boots in ash and have oh it walk God, across the right. floor, and we would eat the little deer food, and then we'd throw it out on the porch, and yep, you know, I don't know, drink the glass of milk, and Blech. just yeah, uh, yeah. or whatever <laughs> it was out there, and oh my gosh, well, you know what though, it's it's a rite of passage. That's how you kick him out of the nest eventually. Yeah, so he wasn't upset. He was just kind mm-hmm. of like, oh, okay, this makes sense It's almost now. like the, the, the twist at the end of a really good book. You're like, oh, God, why didn't I see that already? Right. Like, it was so obvious. But we told him he'd still get money for his teeth and, of course. you know, all that kind of stuff. And then, yes. you know, we lastly, we made him, it, him promise to keep up the facade for Olivia. Oh, he'll be all in this year. You watch. Yeah. Like, Olivia, do you want Santa not to come? You know, it'll be (laughs) like... Because he knows something that she doesn't. What's funny is next year, Olivia, Mom, yes, how come you told me that Santa was real when I know that he isn't? (laughs) She'll be nine. I know. She'll figure it out very quickly. She's so funny. She is funny. Oh, our mother came by to my house unannounced yet again. Oh. uh, Two days ago. I was topless and trying to quickly get ready to go to my hair appointment. Oh. I heard the doorbell ring and I heard the door knock. I'm like, well, I can't do it. I'm not dressed and I'm, I need to leave. You know, I have, I have things to do. I get a phone call. Daughter, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, well, I'm tr- I've got errands to run and then I have a hair appointment. I need to get going. Oh, well, I'm at your, I'm in front of your house petting your cat. <laughs> Like okay, great. She goes, well, I'll just leave. Don't worry about me. I'll uh, I'll just talk to you another time. And I said, mother, I will open the front door. Just let me put a robe on, for God's sake. You're not leaving. So I opened up the door, and she's like, hi. And I was like, hello. And I said, well, have you survived? Have you recovered from Hurricane Irma? Mm-hmm. She has not. She is quite traumatized. Oh my God. She really is struggling. And I said, now I did give her the lecture, and I said, listen. You know, if you had left when I told you to leave, you know, the week before, we wouldn't be having this discussion. Right. She's like, I know, Jamie. Like, she was getting, like, rolling her eyes at me stuff. <laughs> like a kid? Yeah. And she said, you just, when you're there and it's 80 and balmy and blue skies and it's beautiful, you don't really think it's going to happen. And I said, yes, well, a lot of Floridians felt that way. And now they have nowhere to live. 
So I'm just saying you're very lucky that it zigzagged and you only got a tornado instead of the full brunt of a Cat 3 hurricane. Right. But I said, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know, I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad that although you are clearly traumatized, you're at least here. You know, we're all, everything is good and well. So, you know, it didn't take long for her to get into. I'm like, so how are you? And she's like, well, I have this thing, you know. So we started talking about her, <laughs> her maladies immediately. And I'm like, well, you're getting back to normal, obviously. So that's good to hear. Right. But she looks good. You know, she she looks like she's lost some weight. <laughs> wow. She said, yeah. I, she goes, I was thinking, uh, you know, when I was there, when we were getting closer to the day where the storm was going to hit our area, I kept thinking I, I should probably be drinking alcohol. And I said, oh, my God, I would have been hammered for a week. I can't believe you were so sober through that that's insane she's like i know i i I really did think about purchasing alcohol and i said yeah i would have too if there would have been any left i doubt it although the bars there stayed open till the very last second because you know people people understand people when you need you know if you're gonna die you might as well die completely intoxicated yeah really people have needs (laughs) yeah it's like i'm gonna ease into this death and destruction. So anyway, she, but like I said, she looks good, but I just want to let you know. And she was still going on and on about the weather radio you bought her. She loved that thing. Wow. She I didn't really, realize she goes, it was such such an amazing radio. It Not only that, but it, they used it. They used it for two days straight because they had no access to anything. They had no power, no cable, no nothing. So oh. they used, they used that thing. And then she actually, the day that the airport opened, which was the Tuesday. Mm-hmm. She went to the airport and said, get me out of here. And they're like, we, we thought we were going to be able to clear, but the FFA or the FAA did not clear plans for takeoff or landing. And so she had to wait until Wednesday to leave. Mm-hmm. But the second she could, she was on the first plane out of there. Wow. She said, I don't care. Just get me on anything. Get me out of here. That's crazy. Yeah. So she's home, safe, a little shaken, a little worse for the wear, but I think she's going to make it. <laughs> so... Well, good for her. Yes. Okay. So uh, we'll do a little bullet point on the the news of the of the week because there's a, a lot that went down. I know that you're probably less than enthused about any of it, but I'm going to mention it anyway. Hugh Hefner died at the ripe old age of 91. The man finally died. Was he sick or was it just an old age? Or he's just old. Yeah, he was just old. And considering the way he lived his life, 91's pretty freaking good. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know if he had any weird things, but he, but yeah, he was just old. I, I, you know, our grandfather died at 92 because his heart just stopped. You know, I think that just happens at a certain age. You just stop working. You just go to, you just stop. So he died. And it's funny how divisive he is, which actually gives you an idea of how influential he was. People who hated him really, really hated him, and people who revered him really, really revered him. There's no in-between feelings about Hugh Hefner. I've been finding that really interesting. Well, I've been seeing countless pictures from various bunnies that used to work at the mansion or were at Mm -hmm. the mansion. Yeah. And the stories that I'm reading from them, they said that they were treated like queens, that they were not you know the sex toys or the sex things that people say that they were that they literally were treated like the best of the best yes they are genuinely saddened by Mm -hmm. his passing every bunny that i'm reading about i think the the broader picture because he spanned so many decades in america you know he he started i mean almost 100 years if you think about it and i think i believe he started 
doing all of this like at 22 23 so right. I mean, he's been a businessman and a mogul for a very i mean his whole life essentially it was funny i read a tweet and it was really funny because i thought that in my brain but i didn't you know i didn't say it out loud it's like he's been he was on this planet for so long that his first wife's name was mildred and his last wife's name was crystal (laughs) yeah really that's how many decades that he was on this planet and how many women but that whole playboy thing the lifestyle did never appealed to me but if you think about how many times how many girls were Playboy bunnies for Halloween. How many bunny ears have been sold because of the Playboy, the Playboy moniker, the whole brand made everything sexy. I don't think that's a bad thing personally. I no. think back in the back in the day, you know, things were quite puritanical. You know, women had to look a certain way. They had to keep up co- covered up and then the, you know, the women's movement happened in the 60s and 70s and then it was just free reign and now you can pretty much do whatever you want to do and you won't be judged. I mean, you will be judged, but you you can do it. And I think a lot of that has to do with the way that he portrayed women. And he knows men like the way women look naked or sexily clad. Yeah. And so and he took advantage of it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Personally, I think it's I think women are sexy, like just like when I went to Napa and I went to that restaurant and I had a dress that was incredibly low cut. But I have gorgeous breasts. I know they're Mm -hmm. pretty. Yes, they're big. But fuck you. I'm I'm going to do it. I'm not nude. I'm not being inappropriate. It's just a really you know, it's a beautiful look. But in this day and age, God forbid, you know anybody looks sexy you know it's right it's just funny how now it's a topic of discussion and i think he has something to do with that so i think he lived a nice long life considering the way he lived and i've you know there, there's obviously a cd underbelly to everything but you know once a dude dies it's try to it's nice to try to reflect on the positive things so and you're right most of the women who interacted in, with the playboy brand have nothing but good things to say so that should that should say something as well well i mean they they i mean they they knew what they were signing up for it's not they like did. they were being idiots but the point no. is is that they also weren't being treated poorly either no they weren't being yeah they weren't being you know treated like he things. he had respect for women i know that sounds silly to say that you know <laughs> to, because he was uh objectifying them but they yeah. were they also were wanting to be objectified it was a mutual relationship yes absolutely consensual And uh, I don't know if you ever encountered this, but there's always that one couple who has the Playboys in the bathroom as if they're super progressive and they don't have a problem with nudity. So because, you know, back I, I don't see it very often now, but there's always magazines in the bathroom for people. Yeah. And there would always be like one couple who had the Playboy amongst the Red Books and the People magazines because they're cool and hip and they don't have a right. problem with nudity. You know? right. It was always that one couple. And usually. Yeah. So if you want to read the articles, you know. <laughs> right. You and the, you know, the, the husband usually had a mustache. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things. Anyway. OK. So uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus has freaking breast cancer. I know. I heard that on the radio today. I was stunned. I don't know why. I think, you know, I mean, really, isn't it super typical? You know, she's had she's at the height of her career. She just won an Emmy for her for Veep. 
and you know a week later she's got cancer i mean it's like can it be any more comedically timed did they say how bad it was or no she hasn't all she said in her statement was because i saw the statement about 15 minutes after she had posted it on twitter and basically it said i'm just really grateful that i have incredible access to health care of course she turned it into i've got benefits and insurance and all that stuff but no indication of how bad it is i I just, I don't know because I get mammograms and I get my breast check, you know, once a year and I do the monthly breast thing. So I would hope that everybody does that. And so that if she, if she did feel something or if her mammogram showed something, it's very small. I, I, you don't hear too often anymore women in that age bracket beyond stage two. Unless they've been completely neglectful, which is also very possible. I mean, or it's yeah. aggressive and it goes fast. But for the most part, when, when people make those announcements, it's just like, well, we found it early, you know, but I'm still going to do this. And so I'm hopeful that it's very treatable and, you know, it's a quick thing. I mean, I watched Shannon Doherty, who's my age. Mm-hmm. I, I watched her go through breast cancer treatment on Instagram, which I know sounds silly, but she literally storied the entire thing from beginning to end and it was brutal to watch and she i think she was a a three or a stage three or four yeah i think it was a three i don't think she had a four but anyway it was pretty bad and so watching that it was and you know she lost her hair but her husband her husband and her mom were there for the whole thing and it was it was interesting to watch having it chronicled like that because i had never seen it before like that so it'll be interesting to see how this goes down. I I really hope it's treatable and, you know, it's a very quick, you know, recovery. But we'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out. I'm sure she'll be really vocal about it. So best wishes to you and yours, Miss Dreyfus. I, she's so fun. She's so funny. And yeah. I know you don't watch a lot of HBO, but Veep, it's just, it's the best. It's the best. Okay. All the new fall shows started this week. Yeah, a lot of them did. Now, I don't know what you watch, because I know you're not... I know you and I do not watch the same stuff. We're not traditionally the, the same <laughs> TV no. watchers. Like, I watch Big, The Big Bang Theory, and I did watch the new Sheldon show. It's the first of everything, so it's not. it's never the best of the best, usually. We watched the Dancing with the Stars. Yes, Debbie Gibson got annihilated, I heard. She did. You know what? She looked awful. What a shock. Well, she supposedly has Lyme disease. Oh, God. Now I feel bad. <laughs> but the other thing about that, though, is she also looks anorexic, too. Does Lyme disease make you not be able to move properly? I like, don't, I don't. It makes your body hurt really bad. I mean, oh, okay. some people with Lyme disease, doesn't it, don't they get that confused with MS sometimes? Yes, and they do. So, um, the muscular tension. Are, well, I don't really know. I, I know there's a lot of muscular pain uh, yeah. with Lyme disease, and you feel like shit. And they actually sometimes they'll do chemo on them. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she was having some struggles with her mm. her dancing. Okay, but she, mostly she just looked really gaunt. Mm. Anyway, um, okay. Good news for you. Yes, Fixer Upper is no longer. 
I heard there's, there's only the, the one season that's in the can is all that's going to air. And I believe it airs in November. And then whenever it's done, it's done. And then they're done. And I don't think they're doing any more shows at all. No, I they said the fifth season is their last season. Thank God. Yeah, there was talk about her having a show where she's doing the decorating of homes. But I don't think that's happening anymore because it's done. And I'm thinking, well, I wonder why. I mean... They have a lot on their plate, like their their shilling books, and then they have their their conglomerate. They're going to, and this is going to be ridiculously huge. They're launching a Joanna Gaines line at Target. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to buy that shit. It's going to be insane. Everything is going to sell out. It's going to be like when um, Martha Stewart. Yeah, but but different because Martha Stewart. She's everywhere, like everywhere. She's got paint. She's got furniture, sheets, everything, cookware. Whereas I think Joanna Gaines is, I think it's like a specific sponsored line that they're going to do. And then, but there was another line that Target did and it sold out everywhere in like two days. You couldn't even buy it. I think that's what's going to happen with this. I think it's going to be incredibly successful. So yeah, I thought, oh, well, Paula will be thrilled. Now, I will say that the bloom came off the rose a bit with me on Fixer Upper. I started getting bored very like like two seasons in or so. I was kind of done with the whole, you know, Chip is so cute jumping around and acting like a fool and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I did like to see the po I like to see the flip from the beginning to the end, but it just took so long to get to it. I stopped watching. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I thought you would be really relieved to know that Chip and Joanna will no longer be in your life. <laughs> I was excited, but there's just so many reruns. Oh my God. It's on all the time. All the time. It's crazy how, how it. often. Well, they're just trying to shove it down our throats Sick because they're going to be putting it on DVD and then that'll be the end of it. Hopefully. Oh, by the way, I watched more than a few minutes of my 600 pound life last night. Yes. I was traumatized. Like I had night, I had dreams about it. You did? It's really disturbing. I, it wasn't disturbing. Like I can't believe how fat they are. That wasn't even it. It's just the, the pain and anguish of these families is unbelievable. I was watching it going, this isn't even, this isn't even something I want to watch because it's so painful to watch. You know what I mean? And none of them are very successful. That's the other thing that made me really sad. Well, it takes a long time. It's not fast. And they they just, they decide, oh, well, what's the big deal if I have a, you know, a Big Mac? Because I'm doing so well. You know, it's because they're not addressing the reason why they got to that point. All they're doing is physically adjusting their ability to gain weight, but they're not making them go to therapy and they're not working on, you know, it's like I saw this one where the woman was a little over 600 pounds and her mother's is rail thin and they showed pictures of her when she was little. She was always a big girl because I assume it's because the parents fed her like shit. I was just, and I was just watching it and then I, I turned it off cause I'm, I, there's really no need to continue. I, I saw enough. Yeah, And I just thought, you know what, I can see why these medical professionals are so willing to help them because it's you're they're they're literally trapped in their Mm -hmm. own bodies. And it but, you know, it it wasn't funny. There's nothing funny about it. No, it's not funny at all. Really, really horrible to watch. I mean, maybe it's important to have it out there, but it's very, very difficult to watch that. Okay. I know that 90% of the world, or at least the TV Western world, 
loves This Is Us. They also love Grey's Anatomy, which I will never understand. But I watched off and on most of This Is Us, Mm -hmm. the uh, season premiere. I've never watched it. I hated it. I hated every minute of it. It is so predictable. It is so sappy. And it's... I don't know why you guys, you guys, why are you watching this? It is so dumb. It is the dumbest show ever. You know how I can practically, I can practically say the lines that are going to come out of these people's mouths before they say it. They set it up. It is like, it's like connect the dots, baby coloring books, shit. It is so easy. I don't get it. I don't get it. Stop with it. <laughs> Find I didn't want to watch it because I'm just like, oh, I want to watch a bloody tampon for an hour. <laughs> oh, know? my God. Just... It's like I weep regularly. I do not need a reason. I don't need something to trigger it. OK, but this wouldn't even do it. It's just so low intelligent as far as like if you don't see it coming, I wonder about you. Are you high when you're watching it? Like, I don't get it. It's like, it's almost like I know it's coming. I am preparing my tears. Therefore, I have a reason. I don't understand, you guys. I'm completely off the boat on This Is Us. I gave it a good shot. I didn't even go in with a negative attitude. I said, you know, I love Mandy Moore. I love everything she does. So I'll watch it. I couldn't do it. And she's a terrible person on that show. She's not even nice. She barely loves her kids. You know, I just don't get it. I'm just like, I don't know, you guys. Life is like this, apparently. I don't get it. I am not watching. No, I I didn't watch last season because when I saw all the like snapshots of each scenario and everything like that, and I'm like, well, this looks like a big waste of time. Um, Let me let me here. Let me give you one that I know (laughs) it was the most obvious thing. No, you are not going to send me away just because I don't look like her. I'm a better singer than she is. Right. Okay. The, The the heavy the heavy sister. And the, the guy walks up to her. He goes, it has nothing to do with your dress size. He goes, Emily, sing. And she was 10 times better than she is. And so she walks up. She goes, well, I wasn't good enough, but that's okay because I can work on that, you guys. She walks out. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Good night. Over it. Stupid. I hated it. Hated it. God. Hey, hugs. As we say goodbye to summer, Amazon is the easiest way for you to say hello fall with everything from pumpkin spiced pretty much anything to boots to scarves and a lot of Halloween candy. If you go to Amazon.com, they'll have it for you. Not only will you save a ton of time going out and about in the crowds trying to get these items, it will be delivered directly to your door. And if you're a Prime member, free shipping. So check out the Ugly Mall, click through to support the Uggs and prepare for the cool, lovely weather of finally the kardashians are all pregnant (laughs) they're all pregnant except for courtney the one that is like stab babies all the time she's the only one yes the rest of them are all pregnant i know how much you love it i was a little surprised first of all i give zero fucks that kylie is only 20 whatever i was 20 when i had my son so screw you all for being judgy bitches i don't care i mean whatever but what was interesting to me about the whole fact that three of the five Kardashians are pregnant, whether it's surrogacy or not, is that it reminded me of how funny it is that when I got pregnant with my son, Stephanie got pregnant with Lauren, when I got pregnant with Mackenzie, 
Allison got pregnant with Zaya. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was really funny how that happens when a sister specifically our family when when one of well me apparently when I got pregnant one of my sisters also got pregnant and my best friend also all of our kids are like months apart Gabby and Tyler are let's see because Kim got pregnant with Gabby and then I got pregnant with Tyler like six months later they're like six months apart or five months apart and then Brooke and Mackenzie are literally months apart three months apart that's crazy. I know. And so I'm thinking, isn't that funny? So that whole, like, what's in the water? It's true. It's like how, what what kind of hormone or what kind of signal do women give off where everybody's getting pregnant? And the only reason that you're not included is because when we were all having children, you were still a teenager. Yes. So that would have been horrifying. Yeah. That would have <laughs> been you news. Yeah. And then when I was having children, you guys were already... We were already, already doing PTA and, and yeah. didn't want to have any more. Right. Although had we, Ryan and my other, if I if we had decided to have another one, I would have a baby the same age as Ryan, probably. Yeah. So isn't that funny, though? And I just thought, how weird is it that even as vapid as they are, that that still rings true? <laughs> that when you, when you have a bunch of sisters and you're all in that prime age, everybody has babies around the same time. It's like you're swimming in babies all of a sudden, you know? It's so weird. Well, maybe they'll get disinterested in television and just go away. Perhaps. But I was just thinking about if that happened to me, because, you know, our mom was thrilled to be swimming in babies. Like, she loved it. She loved having all those grandchildren all at once. It was like her favorite thing. Yeah. You know, when we would come over and visit so that she didn't have to actually do anything. I know, anything. so she didn't have to go anywhere. <laughs> she, as, as long as we presented them to her to hold and play with, and then we would take them with us when we left. That was all fine and dandy. An hour and a half later. Well, guys, I really got to get to the chips. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've got to go buy coffee. Well, they look tired. Maybe you should take them home. Yeah, well, they seem to be like they're getting cranky. Yeah, it's like, isn't it their nap time yet? So funny. Sure. Yes. Yes, I guess it is. All right, then. Well, they would just be more comfortable in their own beds, don't you think? <laughs> she said that to me a couple times. She's so funny. She's, she's so obvious. <laughs> okay, so speaking of babies, I wanted to hear... Um, let's talk about Olivia first, because that one is going to be, I assume, a very funny story, I, I think. The kids are back in school. Yes. I only have one in that's not an adult going to school and, you know, she had homecoming and everything's wonderful and blah, blah, blah. So school pictures are coming. Now, in high school, we don't buy school pictures. Oh, we just okay. don't. Okay. So we don't have to deal with it. But picture day in elementary school is a pretty big deal. Yes, it is. And uh, Olivia has already set a precedent for picture day with her one glove a photograph last year which was epic yes so last year she had you know a cute little outfit on we brushed her hair I didn't try and put it up or anything because she said she wanted to wear it down and so I'm like mm-hmm. all right fine so I sent her to school everything was fine I get the pictures back and she's holding the little sign that says Olivia first mm-hmm. grade and she's wearing one bright pink glove <laughs> and, I said, and you definitely didn't send her like that no i i didn't and i said olivia i'm like what's with the glove and she <laughs> said well i found it in my backpack and i thought it'd be cool if i just would wear one glove <laughs> and i said i love it, I love it. I'm like, why? <laughs> so she just, <laughs> I'm, I'm failing to understand. 
So I can't undo the fact that there was just one glove in the picture. I just, it, it is what it is. And I think so when I, I show everyone perfect. the picture, they're like, what's with the glove? You know, they're like it was something that she decided to do it was, it is what it is. So I love it. this year, like a week before pictures, she came home from school and she was hysterical Oh, and I said, what happened? And she says, when I was taking off my sweatshirt, because, you know, she got her ears pierced about a month yes. ago. Yes. When I was taking off my sweatshirt, one of my earrings came out of my ear. And okay. so she and she couldn't find it. Oh, I said, that's OK. I'm like, well, just put in new earrings because we had bought her a bunch of different earrings. Sure. Well, when they're brand new, they're a little tender and they're not like real pronounced earring holes no they the scar tissue builds up really fast it does and so it took me you know a good 15 minutes to kind of get through figure out where the little hole was oh i know that pain (laughs) i used neosporin and everything like that and so finally i got it in well by this time she was completely traumatized Oh, you know, was in, in hysterical and all of right. those things. And of so course. I said, okay, I'm like, well, let me put the other earring in the other ear. And she's like, no. And so oh, God. she would not she's let like... me put the other earring. So for little lobes <laughs> for the last two weeks, she's been wearing one rose and one heart sparkle okay. earring in her Fine. ears. Okay. And Fine. so picture day came and I said, Olivia, I said, mm. we need to change your earrings. I said, because you can't have two different earrings in, in your picture. And she's like, no, I don't want, I don't want to change them. And so oh. I said, right. you're going to have two different earrings in your picture. And she's like, that's fine. And so I said, all right, well, <laughs> whatever you want to do is fine with me. Yeah. I decided to do her hair and I pinned her hair back on one side with a bobby pin. So that only one ear showed. Yeah. And so she was complaining the whole time because she kept saying like it hurt and Mm. that she likes her bangs down. Mm -hmm. She just came up with like a hundred different reasons why (laughs) she didn't want her hair pinned back like that. And so I said, it looks cute. I'd already sprayed it with hairspray. I said, it looks cute. Just leave it. You know, yeah. when your pictures are done, you can take it out. Yeah. So when I get, she gets home from school, her hair's down. and uh, Which you expected. I expected. And so I said, so how'd pictures go? And she's just like, well, before pictures got, happened, my hair fell out. And Oh, really? <laughs> God, she's so, she's so bad. And you know she ripped that out the second she got to school. But she's all, but it's okay, because I, I pinned it back my own way on each side. Oh. <laughs> Did the pictures come back yet? They have not come back yet. Oh, my God, I can't wait. It's almost like I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait to see. You know, she's like she's like Calvin. Calvin and Holmes. <laughs> so she really, evil. really is. She's so unwilling to just conform. She's like, no, I will do this. You know, the evil thoughts that went through her brain the second you left the property so that she could do something with her hair you know it she's like my mother does not know me at all well and the fact that she said it fell out because i'm like that stuff was in there because tight because i had one bobby pin like pinning it back and then i put another one in to secure the other bobby (laughs) pin 
Right. So there I, was no way it was going to fall out. I can't so the only way it was going to fall out is if she was like, you know, viciously clawing at it at recess or something. You know she did. You know it. Oh, God, Polly, you know it's going to be bad. You know you're going to see both of those earrings. It's going to be a display. She probably I, looks like a cockatoo. She's just, <laughs> and I'm just curious what she did to pin her hair back. Well, or, she could be lying. She could be lying. She could have just taken it out and just left it. I don't, but uh, we'll see. She claims to have used both bobby pins on either side of her hair. Mm. So okay. I'm curious to see what that looks like. You know what? I wonder if this is the childhood of those women that like live in all pink houses or have that thing that they that they're known for like the lady who wears boas every day maybe she's going to be one of those people you know she I mean? claims i mean she says she just wants to marry someone rich well there's nothing wrong with <laughs> she that has goal no aspirations beyond that so so she's not really interested in effort or work well she, you know what she's vain Yes. She obviously is vain and she's as cute as a button. So, you know, she's like, well, Olivia, what would you like to be when you grow up? A trophy wife. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Honestly, I just want to get my nails done and go shopping. Why is that a bad goal? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I know. I just want to drive my Mercedes. <laughs> just want to do whatever I want. I want my little dog and my cat and, you know, get oh, my hair done. God, she would love that. Yeah. She's a little, little baby princess. On the opposite end. Now, when, so your son uh, is going to his first science camp, which is a rite of passage in Northern California, every sixth grade child goes to science camp. We did. You did. I did. Mm -hmm. All of our sisters did. Uh, Now, I went to the one near the Marin Headlands. Is that the one he's going to? So this one, they said it's an Occidental or Occidental. Central Valley by the ocean. Basically, he is leaving on the 3rd, which is next week, I believe. Yeah. And um, I just got the packing list. Okay. We're going to have to go shopping and buy a few things. They also have, you know, just a bunch of rules and... But we are literally going to have, like, zero contact with him. Sometime, yeah. Which I am not comfortable with at all. I think all four of our kids went to Sly Park, which is up in the foothills. Mm -hmm. And it's a really great science camp area. And parents had the option of emailing their children. They had an email mail system for kids. You could email your kids every day, once a day, and they would distribute the emails to the kids regularly throughout the week so of course me i was sending one daily yeah and saying you know tyler don't forget if those socks are gross just throw them away do not even bring them home or i hope (laughs) you're doing well don't forget to wear your flip-flops in the shower you know whatever whatever mothers would want to say check yourself for ticks but they stopped because they were getting inundated and they didn't have enough paper to print out (laughs) the amount of emails that parents were sending because you can't use a cell phone First of all, there's no service, so it doesn't matter anyway. But they wouldn't allow the kids. They can't bring smartphones or iPads or anything. Yeah. You're, you're not, you have to be present, first of all, for safety purposes. And second, for a lot of kids, this will be the first and last time they're without any kind of electronic device in their whole damn life. And it's important. It's a very important to, to not have something attached to your hand at all times. So I'm all for that, to be honest with you. So you might want to check 
the website of the place they're going and see if there's a way to send mail to your student because there might be what they gave us on the paper with the packing list is um the address for sending letters and they said that if we want to send a letter that they'll receive at camp we should send it the friday before they leave which would be today well that's a good idea so i'm just like great and i just got this thing yesterday and so i'm just like well wave thanks for uh the heads up i loved science camp didn't you love it? No, I remember having a good time. I remember loving being away from mom and Paul for a week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was awesome. It's very freeing. And, yeah. You know, it was like Super it was like cool. a vacation for me, but Yeah. Of course, it's away from reality. It's always a good thing for you. No, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be fine. I'm sure he's going to you know, do great. He's bunking with, you know, one of his very best friends at school and Perfect. and his dad. So I'm sure it'll be fine. And I'm, you know, they're going to have a super fun time. And actually, what's funny is that that is the one field trip where it's really hard to get as a chaperone. Because that's the one that everybody wants to do. Actually, Victor had signed up to be a chaperone and he's on the alternate list. Yeah, because everybody wants to do it. It kind of sucked because we had signed up like last year yeah he didn't even make it to the list until he's he's the second alternate so i mean there yeah. would have to be someone who got sick someone and then had, the first alternate right. would have to like not Break be able to get or something right before right. victor could be a chaperone super popular i know they they're always you know the dads this is their one their one shot to actually participate in their children's lives you know as far as elementary school goes because most dads don't do the field trips because they kind of suck that's where all the all the moms do it they bring the little the little sibling and they go to the grocery store and get the free apple but this is the one where the dads are like yeah i could do the camp i can do the cabin thing for a week that'd be great you know so they'll do that one but i remember my science camp it was sixth grade i was really excited my year one of our cabin mates found a scorpion oh my god it was a little one which is worse because they're poisonous and the staff had to deal with it they don't know how it got in it probably just kind of came in there was no hole because the things are made out of brick i mean there's no way there's no wood or anything for it to crawl into so they don't really know how it got in there it was like practically like military dorms from what i recall right it was an old military bunker type place that we all had but i remember that was the kickoff And then it was the first time that I saw a naked person that wasn't my parent because there were showers. And back then they're like, no, you guys have to bathe at least every other day. You aren't allowed to not bathe the whole time you're here. We're sorry. And then, of course, I think mom sent me with shoes that she's like, I don't care. Just throw them away. Don't come home with them. But wear these in the shower. Oh, (laughs) We didn't do flip flops back then. I don't know what they were. Maybe they were jellies or something. I'm not (laughs) sure. But she's just like, just wear them in the shower and then throw them away. (laughs) Don't even bring them home. Like, okay. So I remember I was walking to go to take a shower. And it was kind of early because if you waited too long, you didn't get hot water. Oh, and so one day I woke up and went, no, screw this. I I want a hot shower and I want to wash my hair and stuff and not have to rush. So I got up at like 630 in the morning and I walked out. It was really quiet and kind of cold. And I walked into the to the bathroom area, which is like a gym area. And I'm walking towards the shower. And one of the teachers, not my teacher, thank God, one of the teachers, uh, she was probably in her late 20s, early 30s, and she hadn't closed the 
curtain because there was nobody there. Full frontal. And she's like, oh, hi, good morning. And I was like, Muff, all I see is Muff. Oh my God. <laughs> just ran to my job. I'm like, hello. And I just ran. You know, luckily, I mean, it's not like it was a dude or anything, but still, I to this day, that is imprinted on my brain. That's one of the main memories of of science camp. At least she was a young teacher, not an old teacher. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. It would have been like Mrs. Green, who actually looked like a turtle. I mean, it would have been horrifying. God. So. But yes, and I remember being, honestly, I didn't, I mean, I enjoyed it because the tide pools and stuff was great, but I just remember being cold and wet a lot, and I really did not, to this day, I'm not a fan of camping. I mean, I just won't do it, but I mean, I will, but I really don't want to, but science camp was enough for me, (laughs) but I was just remember being cold all the time. I just really didn't like it, but it was nice to get away, and I think we did one more overnight somewhere in the woods, but I just, you know, we made butter. I remember that. <laughs> At a ba- we had to bring a baby food jar, and they gave us a little bit of cream, and we had to shake this thing like those shake it weights oh, until we had butter. And then eventually it made butter. Yeah, and then the other other half of the class, which I wanted to do, made bread. And so when it was time for dinner, we had bread and butter with our meal oh. that we all made. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's sounds- cool, but, it, you know, whatever. You know, I just, I just, I'm like Olivia. I'm like, just... Let me get my hair's nailed done. I'll drive my Mercedes and, you know, stay at the Four Seasons. I'm fine with that. I'm okay. Oh, I saw, <laughs> I watched Troop Beverly Hills. And I'm like, see, that's my idea of camping. Exactly. Seven girls in one bathroom. That's, that's Seven roughing girls it. sharing a bathroom. Yes, that's, that's roughing, roughing it. it. <laughs> anyway, do you remember any of your... I mean, the biggest thing, and I think I said this last time, was everyone was trying to look for a banana slugs, those like big yellow slugs. (laughs) Yeah. And then I remember, you know, just walking around the the, the grounds. And then I remember Mm. we also had like a kitchen duty where we had to pass out the food for everyone or something (laughs) like that. I don't think they make them do that now. And I do remember the showers and the bathrooms, but I don't know if I actually took a shower while I was there. I may have, but... (laughs) Well, with your thin hair, if you didn't, it would look like you were wet all the time. Yeah, that's probably true. So I'm sure you washed it. And I do remember the air constantly being misty. Like, moist and misty and, you know, just like it was constantly, like, sprinkling. Yeah, I mean, they're... You know what, though? I'm excited for Ryan. He'll have a good time. And uh, if you need anything, I have tons of stuff. Yeah. sleeping bags and all that crap. So if you need anything, just let me know. No, I remember you telling me that. I'm just going to have to look over this list and, you know, figure it out because I only have this weekend. All right. Well, we should do our ugly and awkward moment of the week. As I mentioned, I had one in Disneyland. Well, I also had another one while I was in Disneyland. Do tell. The kids and Victor, they were obsessed with this one ride, and they just kept going on and over and over and over again. It was a water Mm -hmm. ride. And I had told them, I'm like, no, I'm not going on any more water rides today. I'm done. (laughs) So I found myself a bench that I was sitting on and... You know, setting yourself. I and I was just, you know, I had all the backpacks and everything, so I was yeah. just chilling, you know, watching 
you know, traffic go by and such sure. and such. So I had my sunglasses on and they have all these little trees everywhere that you're sitting, you know, like above you. Sure. And so um, on the aisles, if there's a bench that you're sitting on, there's usually a bench across from you. Yes. Um, and so I was sitting there and I felt a drop of rain go behind my sunglasses Ew, weird. And then, like, it hit my eyelashes, hit my cheek, and then land on my thigh. And I'm like, what are the freaking odds that a raindrop <laughs> would do that? And I'm just yeah. like, that's ridiculous. So I'm just sitting there minding my own business. And then the couple across from me, and I'm, like, looking around, and the couple across from me start giggling. They're not looking at me, but they're just, like, kind of talking amongst themselves. But I happen to hear them, and they're just like, oh, my God. They're like, that lady doesn't even know that bird shit on her. <gasps> Paula, no! <laughs> so no! I look down at my thigh, and there's a white drop of bird shit on me. <laughs> oh, my God. So it went by. The bird shit, and it went behind your glasses, onto your cheek, onto your thigh? Yes. And so wow. I was just like, oh, my God. I'm like, you're all, they're I'm talking like, about me. Like they're talking about me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, and you're just sitting there acting like nothing. You're like, what are you looking at? Because I thought it was a raindrop. And so. Wow. <laughs> Oh my God. So I got up and I went to the bathroom and I'm just like looking at my eye and my cheek and everything. And, you know, did any of it get in your eye? No, it didn't. It was just most of it landed, fortunately, on my pants. And so it just grazed the part. (coughs) Gross. But Mm. I'm just like, Mm, I'm struggling. What are the odds that, you know, that would happen but worse (sighs) the funniest part was is that the couple was like that she doesn't even realize the bird shit on her (laughs) (laughs) why did they say something to you they probably just thought it was funny oh my god Oh, God, that is so funny. I know. It was so dumb. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't believe you're the person. I know. I was that person. Oh, God, that that makes me laugh so hard. I know. Oh, God. Oh, wow. That's, man, you got shit on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, well... Uh, okay, so this one was really awkward. Like, okay. I made a scene, but it wasn't on purpose. Uh, so last weekend was homecoming for Malia, mm-hmm. and she's a cheerleader for varsity. So we always make a point to go to the home games to watch her perform halftime. And then we usually take off because we don't want to, like, you know, impinge on her life. Right. You know, because every person in the school is there and so you know we don't want to be the parents that are hovering over her every social interaction so we stay for the first two quarters half time and then we take off and it's been really fun so this night was homecoming so not only were all the kids from school there all, a lot of parents were there 
And there's, uh, it's also the official alumni game. So if you're an alumni, you come and they have a special section for you to sit. And we happened to be sitting there because the place was full and there was nowhere else to sit. So we were sitting in the alumni section, probably one seat below to the walkway. And in front of us was a family, a mom, a dad. They had a baby. She's pregnant. They also have a little one who's probably five. Wow. And then the, and then the grandparents. And so their daughter is a cheerleader, which I didn't. I realized, unfortunately, way later when we were picking Malia up from the, from the game later, hours later. So <clears throat> we're sitting there, and the parents say, "We are going to the concession stand to get some hot dogs and something to drink. We're taking the baby, but you stay with Grandma and Grandpa." He's like, "All right." He was a good kid. He was a good kid, and the grandparents, obviously, you know, they're just grandparents. Well, he starts doing that thing, and I don't know if your kids went through this, where there was a thing where people were flipping water bottles, trying to get it to land yeah. on the bottom. Our, okay, our kids did that. Okay. Well, this little one was doing it, except he didn't really get the gist of the game, so he's just flipping his water bottle, and it's landing on the concrete. And he's doing it over and over and over again. And, of course, I'm immediately irritated because if I was his mother I'd be like knock it off okay that's quite enough right You've done it a hundred times that's enough and next to me to my left there's these two there's a couple and another uh, woman who's watching uh there's another mom who's there um and then behind me so people were noticing but they weren't saying anything well you know that's not how I roll right right so Instead of talking to the kid, because the last thing I want to do is piss off a mother or, you know, by by reprimanding somebody's child, not in this day and age. So I decide I'm going to reach out to the grandmother and ask her to please maybe consider doing something about it. So I lean over Daryl because I'm two people away from her and the kid's sitting in front of Daryl, not me. So I lean all the way over. And I'm laying, practically laying on Daryl, and I lean over to the lady, and I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. 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 And she won't. Finally, she slowly, somebody taps her on the back or something, and she slowly turns towards my direction. She's completely blind. Oh, my God. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> I'm like, hello. Can you please maybe uh, ask your grandson to not do the bottle flipping thing? She had no idea. Because not only was she blind, she was practically deaf. Oh, my God. No less than 10 people are looking at me like I am the spawn of Satan. That I specifically picked out this one woman. I felt like such an asshole. But I didn't know. I didn't know she was blind and deaf. I had no idea. Well, why would so, you leave your grandson with someone who's blind and deaf? Well, the grandpa the grandpa was there. But the thing with grandparents is they don't care. They don't care because they're their grandson. You know, they don't think the way others do. You know, you don't. nothing irritates you. You know, it, you're just very happy to have the grandson. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So uh, I felt like an asshole. But I mean, I wasn't trying to be, but then later I was like, oh my God, he goes, she was completely blind. I go, no shit, Daryl. Why didn't you say something to me? He goes, well, I didn't know until she turned to face you. And I was like, oh my God, 
I I was like, well, I mean, at least he stopped, right? And I'm like, I feel really bad. He goes, well, then why did you say why did you say anything? And I'm like, because it's irritating to everyone here. I can't be the only one who wanted to rip that bottle and fling it into the street. It was so annoying. He's like, well, now we know why it wasn't annoying to her because she probably didn't even hear it. She probably or had no any, idea what was going on. Didn't see it. I felt, oh my god. I I mean, so many thoughts went through my mind after that. I felt like a big schmo. Oh my big God. That's when she so turned bad. to face me because someone tapped her on the back, because apparently I'm the only person in the section who didn't know that she was completely blinded, almost deaf. Uh, I felt, I was like, well, <laughs> thanks for all stepping up. No wonder nobody was saying anything because there was nothing to be done. You know? Oh my God. Mm. I felt, I was like, and then when Daryl turned on me, I was like, are you kidding me right now? You are my only ally right now. Stop it. Yeah, really. It's like, why did you say anything? He's supposed I'm like, to have your back. Always. Always. No matter what. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, why didn't you say anything? He's like, well, I go, everyone's staring at me. He goes, well, you just basically yelled at a blind lady. And I was like, come on. I didn't yell. Well, she should have been I, able to hear it, though. It was so irritating. And so, but I had no idea. I, th- I thought she was just doing what a lot of grandmas do, where they just kind of block it out because they, they're like, I can't see it. I can't see it. She really couldn't see. Like, she really couldn't see it. I felt terrible. She kind of looked like um, Nancy Kerrigan's mom, who is also blind, where they're soup. They, they have to be like an inch away from the TV so they can see. Oh. Like, it was really sad. And I felt like such a dick. Uh, it was awkward. It was so awkward. I feel like I was like, I, and if I leave right now, it's even worse. And then what, what I was worried about is when the parents came back, I was afraid I was going to get told on. <laughs> I was oh. going to have to deal with them. <laughs> I was afraid because hell has no fury, like a pregnant woman. And yeah, luckily really? none of that happened. Thank God. Like, what did oh you my say God. to my mother? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it would have been so awful. It was her mom too. <sighs> I felt terrible. I think you win just because it was funnier, but they're they were both pretty awkward. Those this were week. good ones. We could tie. Those were really good. We can tie I, this week. Okay. <laughs> Although I did laugh pretty hard at you. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for this week. That's quite enough. That is quite <laughs> enough this week. Uh, yes. So thanks everybody for joining us. Thank you for the downloads and. Uh, Thank you for coming back if you're a repeat listener and welcome if you're a new listener. Uh, we ask you to uh, listen to some of our older episodes so you can get caught up on what is going on on our latest and greatest. Also, thank you to the Amazon purchasers. We uh, always appreciate when you shop our link. Uh, please be sure to shop our Avon link as well. There's going to be some good deals for fall. Uh, you know that you always should change your color palette for fall to indeed uh, match some of those new sweaters and your pumpkin spice lattes, your pumpkin spice lattes and your new co- mm. your new hair color. Uh, that's Come on, the- you basic bitches. Buy your Avon. <laughs> that's something else you should consider is going a little darker for fall as well. So mm. with that said. Thank you, and we will see you next week. Have a good week, and uh, start thinking about what you want to be for Halloween. I can't wait to hear what you decide. You're going to do something if you're handing out candy. You can't just be normal. No, I'll figure something out. 
I usually okay. make my own costume, but maybe I'll buy something this year. <clears throat> well, I have lots of wigs, so. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you next week, friends. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.